Yeah. Hey guys, welcome to the Paddler's Playbook. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Podcast Land. Thermal convection, man. These dudes almost killed me. You know, redfish are really dumb. How do you take your marsh dump? This fool used all my toilet paper. Bro. Well, now that Drew's done dragging this on. TPP15. You gonna get a dozen shrimp? Hey, you throwing that cast net again this weekend? Over the Lord. I almost died. I do not want to paddle that far. Once again, he almost died. I'm not waking up at the butt crack dawn. I'll see you at the launch around noon. I love wake baits. Haven't you ever heard them chatter? Let me double back here first. And now, a word from Saltside Jet. Oh, yeah. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the paddle. Check out our Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Podcast Land. I'm your host, Drew Turner. I'm here with my co-host, Chris Lewis, and we are live from the Mariner Sales Studio. Hey, before we get started on anything, did you jack with that board at all, man? Did you touch any buttons? Did you turn no. any dials? Did you? No. I even got a little right. mark that says, put microphone here for the levels. And I, right, I got good. me a new case for Christmas, so I don't have to touch any buttons when I put it up. I can just there unplug it, set it down. I don't have to touch anything. Good, man. You're starting off the year right. I'm, I'm starting off 2023 the right way by not touching any buttons. Speaking of, Happy New Year. Welcome back, everybody. Long time away from us. I, I know you missed us all. It was hard. We it had to hard. go off and do an episode with somebody else. <laughs> yeah, well, they had to, they listened, they got to listen to us on other shows, which I think is kind of cool to be because me and you we're not on the other side of the microphone very often like we're not getting interviewed by other people too too often so it's kind of different but you, you know what chris you know whenever i went back and listened to our interviews or when we were on we other shows I, I was, that's, that's exactly what i was gonna say we like we were just taking over their show for two hours about halfway through <laughs> all the shows it's like Chris is like, well, hold on, Armando. Let me ask you. Da, 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 da. And he just takes over the show, or we take over Paul's show, and we start asking questions on bass and brews and everything else. But it's it's funny. It's hard for us not to be the interviewer. Like it's it's well, hard. Like, it's difficult. Like uh, old Wendell Fishing said, you know, it's just we make it easy, easy to talk to, easy easy to converse with, easy to get things in and out and move on to the next subject, although we do tend to drone on. But here we are, 2023, and you've titled this, uh, please, I almost puked, man. <laughs> new year, new me. Yeah, I mean, I just titled that for you because I knew oh, you'd be me. like, because <laughs> I knew you'd be like, oh man, this sucks. Like the real, whenever people open this up and they see it's going to be like, 2023 fishing goals and what's next that's going to be the that's going to be the title of it not new year new me because I, I just knew if i put that in the studio you'd look at it and be like oh god oh, this is Here not what are. i want to do what is drew sappy Here ass going to talk about today drew's going to start going to the gym again once <laughs> probably not Nah, i won't go to the gym that that often but i do want i want to talk about some health stuff later that i think a lot of our listeners need to listen to 
because they were very a lot of them are probably stubborn and hard-headed like me but we'll, we'll get into that we're fishermen of a little bit later we we're stubborn we say one stubborn, last cast hard-headed yeah like 37 casts to go you've been you've been able to get out on the water any do any fishing I've been out on the water three, I went out three, maybe four times, um, but it was just to run the boat and work out some kinks, try to get some things ready for 2023, um, not a whole lot of fishing involved, uh, fishing just right now has not been at the front of my mind, so, uh, yeah. It's been a little difficult to find the fish lately. But not according to everybody else, everybody that I'm seeing. You know what? I'm convinced. 100% folks, go ahead and poll this shit. How many people you people out there you think are faking the funk? Just Posting throwing up and rehashing old like crap. old pictures, throwing Man. up old pictures old and stuff. Old pictures, old videos. I'm looking at this video. This guy's got some redfish coming down the shoreline and man, it looks like a beautiful summer day you can look at the grass the grass is still green yeah and these redfish are just cruising yeah. down the shoreline you hear birds chirping in the background you hear slurp 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 like big old going. shrimp still yeah. popping i'm like yeah. hold up man is this really december <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't last weekend at all but no december in texas you know there is a time where everything just starts firing off um, because we have maybe that, that cold snap coming and right before that cold snap, you know, fish just go frantic and just, yeah, they're fiery and feisty and everybody's catching overs and everybody's catching big fatties. Uh, they're fish are just like every other creature on this earth. They're going to kind of go into a moment of hibernation. They don't really hibernate, but. They know that this may be their last meal for yeah. a little bit. And I, I should say, Fisher being, to me on our trips, numbers have been harder to find. Like, we found fish, but it's been like, we catch three fish. We each catch two fish. We each catch one large fish. Like, we've been finding fish, but it's just been, it's not those days where we're catching, you know, we're culling through 12 fish a day. Sure trying to find the right ones and but but the fish we're catching are larger fish i mean they're 29 and a half 30 inch fish 35 inch fish 30 inch fish so i took like nine days off from work and lucky you that's that government job stuff there and most people yeah we i mean we shut down like thanksgiving and christmas pff, we're not doing much work but um most people were also gone for the holidays and I come back to work, and one of our program managers shows up, and this dude has got raccoon eyes like crazy, right? And I'm like, well, you've obviously been spending some time outside. And I picked that we had a cold snap, but we also had a couple really nice days. You know, we had a couple of days that were in the 80s, and the sun was shining. Um, and this dude said, yeah, man. They went out, and for two days straight, they found a hole where they caught over 40 fish each day. They were just stacked up. Yeah. They were just, he was like, it was stupid. 
it was stupid. We would take a break. We would have some food and a beer or something like that, and then go catch, you know, five, six more, and then take a break and BS, and then catch ten more. So, you know, they're out there. They're just they changed their habits for a little while, you know, and uh, it you have to change with them. You have to adapt as well. It's hard though, especially when sight casting is what you love. I, you know what? I bullshit about it all the time, man. I, I pick that, you know, all I do is sight cast. And that's partially true because that's what I love. And like you said, you know, it's hard whenever sight casting is what you really love to do. But if I'm, if I know the, that the game for that day is not going to be sight casting. You're still going to go try to sight cast in the morning. Oh, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> well, not necessarily. No, in the morning. I mean, I'll sit there and grind up top water first thing in the morning. That's but, something I need to get better about. Like, I just... I'll grind a topwater all day long. I can't... I love the freaking smash of a topwater, but... I can't get myself to sit there and grind a topwater. Like, I'll, I'll go up and down a shoreline trying to find fish just everywhere. And just all day long, standing up, paddling, standing up with the motor on, like, just looking for fish all day long. But I can't... I can't sit there and throw a topwater. Like, I just want to go back to my soft plastics. I, I don't know. That's the I, best I need to get better about it. While you're while you're trolling around, just throwing a top water, you know, there's nothing to it. Just chunk it out there and click, 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 click. I guess it's it just because it. I haven't had a whole lot of success with the top water. That's part of the reason why I don't throw it. Maybe if I just have a really good day on top water, it'll change my mind and I'll start throwing top water a lot more. But with these cold snaps and people talking to me about finding these holes, it brings me Actually, you know what it did? It brought me to the Pure Fishing website. <laughs> there you go. Because I knew that they had two new lures out that would be perfect for fishing a little bit deeper holes. One of them is called the Juke. And I've used the Juke before. In fact, um, Danny Wentz and myself both had the same comments about this this bait. It's a, it's a freshwater bait. It's a freshwater stick bait. Okay. Although it doesn't have necessarily the characteristics of your true stick bait as far as length and, and girth and such like that. It, uh, it, you can still rip it, slash it, burn it, roll it, stop it, stick it, troll it. You can do almost almost anything with this thing. Are we playing with the bop it or are we talking know, about right? a bait? <laughs> it's a bait, man. Bop it. it turn it. No, if pull you, it. Stick if, it. If you've ever fished with, you know, stick stick baits or jerk baits you know uh lipped especially um that's just the characteristic of the bait you know that's what it does you can do almost anything with it and but danny and i had the same thing to say about it in its freshwater version it's amazing just please hurry up and make it a saltwater bait and so finally they came out with a saltwater bait somebody actually asked me chris lopez asked me Said, so, well, what, what does it, what does it matter if it's a freshwater bait or a saltwater bait? You know, can't you use it still the same? I'm like, of course you can. But that freshwater version gets beat up quick. The wire's not the same, and what I mean by the wire is, you know, there's a wire that runs through that plastic bait from, you know, front to back. Your little eyelets that are on on the bait where they connect the. Um, where you connect your line to and also where you connect your split rings at for the hooks. Mm -hmm. 
that's all one piece. That's all one wire that runs through that bait. It's not like you got a little. Nah, there are some out there that they're actually like screw in type eye hooks. Oh, I like the wire ones. But those I was watching cheap, a reel the other day of a guy making those and the way he yeah. and I was just mesmerized. I sat there and watched the same reel like six times in a row. You can make them yourself. Get jeweler's tools and and you can you can start doing them yourself. I know a lot of people that do them out of balsa wood, make their own baits out of balsa wood and then do their through wire using jeweler's tools. There's some great videos online on how to do it. There's a guy in uh, the UK that makes he would say smashing <laughs> baits. But anyway, the new saltwater version, you know, just has stainless tackle, has the um, stainless through through wire. Uh, it's a great freaking bait. But the, the new, new one is an actual real stick bait that they came out with. Oh, and then I saw a new, uh, bro, they got a new uh, twitch bait, saltwater twitch bait out. You want me to go to pure fishing right now, man? I've been look, dude. I I'm trying to use up all my gift cards that I got for Christmas. <laughs> I got like they get you a bunch you know, of Visa gift cards. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I folks always say, you know, it's hard to buy for me because it's so easy. They they're like, we know you love fishing, we know you love this, but we don't know what to buy in those categories. So they just give me gift cards, and it makes it easy for them. Um, but it, are, you have the Pure fish oh, website. wow. Hey. Yeah, I got it pulled up. And you know what the first thing that popped up is? 20% off the Plano Sportsman's Trunks. You know what those Sportsman's Trunks are great for? Making your own live well. Is that what y'all are using? off of those. Oh, yeah. Is that what y'all? Plano I, Sportsman's I to, Trunk. I need to see if Chris wants to buy that, uh, that live well pump that I have. I bought one that's too damn big on my boat. <laughs> He may, and, and speaking speaking of my brother, you guys have heard a lot about him and his screw-ups and everything else on this show. But I just want to say congratulations to him. He is uh, He's now representing a company in the kayak sphere. So I'm not going to name the company because they're not as good as Mariner Sales. But I will say congratulations, bro. Congratulations. Oh, now now all, the, all of our bros that are listening that, that, you know, man, just go ahead and drop it. He's... He's fishing for FTU, fishing tackle. Yeah, he's he's fishing for, but the great thing is he's he's going to get Old really Town, good deals man. on hats and t-shirts. He's fishing, he's fishing <laughs> on an Old Town this year. He's representing Old Town, so I'm really happy about that. He got in, a, he got himself autopilot. We went autopiloting this weekend. Um, here's here's the great thing boop, 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 boop. about our space, man. Um, there is plenty of business for most all. Um. Oh wow, My there is, and, and and a lot of the, a lot of the places you go, there will be you know great people helping you out. You know, I'm just partial to the folks over at Mariner Sales well, and all the hope they give us. We're we're just bullshitting, right? But I will say, man, Mariner Sales, uh, they do have the largest variety and stock of nearly anything and everything you'd possibly want i say it time and time again i order some of the most ridiculous stuff from there like i'll just be like i want this thing for my new canoe nobody carries it duke do y'all have it he's like yeah i got six in stock we got seven of them we're the u.s distributor yeah all right here it is berkeley stick shad it's a saltwater twitch bait and it comes in i think three different sizes 
and the one that I ordered was the the uh, sixty no the ninety ninety size. Actually, most everything that I order is in a freaking ninety size. I don't like going larger than that. Um, I know a lot of guys who like the one tens, one oh fives, but mm, I'm not. I like the I, smaller ones. Yeah, I I, do, I tend to stick with three inch baits. Three four inch. So uh, this is a a twitch bait, and I can't wait to get back into using some twitch baits now they could improve on some of the colors but bone and and silver with a black back is pretty much what i went with and then i've got the juke saltwater version in there in gold and in bone and in um just a solid chrome um and then i lost my chopo my beloved 90 size chopo which doesn't come in a saltwater version it only comes in freshwater but I lost it um, on a fishing trip about a month ago, so I needed to replace that thing. Hey, yeah, give my brother, place. give my brother a, a text or a message um, about a smaller Chapo style bait. That's all I'm gonna say. Just send him a message. You're, I'll send you a picture later. Okay, something new he was using or something uh, he found? Did he yeah. find my bait somewhere? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to say the name of the company that he orders his blanks from but you know he paints custom oh, baits and yeah, stuff on yeah, the side yeah, yeah, yeah. but you've you're you're gonna like this this prop bait that i have in the garage right now it's right up the alley that you were just talking about 90 size stainless steel you know 6x hooks on it like you're gonna like it it's right up your alley I do like them, man. They are fun lures to use, and almost anything will will just destroy them. Well, uh, I love it whenever I get a fish back and it's eating it sideways. It's got the whole thing in its mouth. Yeah, just you know, he was pissed off at that that thing whenever he saw it. Well, Chris, one of the things I want to talk about since we're talking about pure fishing, like, what are you thankful for from from twenty? I know we're we're into twenty twenty three, but let's so let's go back talk and talk about, about twenty twenty two a little bit. We usually give thanks in November, don't we? Well, we I mean, we could be thankful all times of the we year. We also give thanks. Well, I know in the New Year's we also give thanks to you know uh, the our accomplishments and also um, maybe even some of our downfalls from the previous year because that helps us grow. You know, it provides growth for us. But I will tell you, the number one um, accomplishment of twenty twenty two in my fishing career was becoming a paid staff member um, for pure fishing. Not no discount. Not a discount. Cash member, money. Not a, not a, yeah. Now, so this is, this is, uh, you know, I, I've talked about making steps towards changing my career in my life and reinventing who I am. And I pick on, on the fact that, you know, COVID was the time of reinvention for everyone. You know, if you were interested in becoming someone different or something different, like the COVID era was perfect because so many people had time to do other things and perfect those other things. I didn't really jump on that bandwagon so much. I mean, we did the show and the show isn't exactly what has made me successful enough to where Pure Fishing said, hey, we want to make you a, a paid paid ambassador. Um, is it's something else that I absolutely love, and that's sales, dude. What do you put? Don't be pressing no buttons. Man. <laughs> I'm not. I look touching over there, and he's. I'm not he's touching anything. Touching, he's touching things. 
Uh, I love sales, man. And what took me away from sales was having a family, right? You have a family, it's really hard to be in sales. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, you're getting off at 9, 10 o'clock at sometimes night sometimes. Never. Yeah. You know, sometimes you're working you all know, the time. Working all the time. And so I opted for a government position where I could have more time um, with my family. And it's a course, give and take. Yeah, I lost I lost out on a lot of money. In fact, back then in the 90s, I was making you know as much as I am now, which is crazy to think of. But um, I do enjoy sales. And it was funny because I was talking to another um, – True live brand ambassador, uh, Dwayne um, Eshte, and we were talking about, you know, what made him successful in his career, and he was legit, dude, with his response, and he said, it was my ability to sell. Anytime that you, you know, want to excel somewhere in the fishing industry, you have to have the ability to sell. That's really what people want, and it's not necessarily like, used car sales tactics because it mm. well actually i can't say it's not necessarily used car ta- it is not used car sales tactics it's just connecting with people one-on-one and listening to what they need and then providing a solution for them mm-hmm. you know? um and going to all these shows and being able to talk to people like that is something i really enjoy so again for you know i'm thankful that in 2022 i was given the opportunity to become a paid ambassador to the sport. So cool, cool, cool. Um, what about you? I'm thankful for products, man. Like there was some products from a lot of our partners that I think are just awesome products. You know, the Xenon, that Xenon X, like I'm not joking. So that was late in your, in that was late too. Like you guys know how much I love my ALFs. Like, I love my ALFs. This past weekend, I started throwing that Xenon first, and then I pulled up my ALFs afterwards, and I was like, man, I want to put this ALF down and pick that Xenon back up. Like, I want to change my bait so I can keep throwing this Xenon on this pole. What you probably don't know or haven't realized, or or maybe you you have, I'm, I'm not sure, but they have a matching rod. Oh, for the, yeah. And I actually had the opportunity to put that rod and reel combination in my hand, and it was flipping ridiculous, dude. It's crazy. Um, We were fishing with with some people who are sponsored by other rod and reel companies, and I put it in his hand, and he cast it a few times, and he was like, holy crap. Like, I need my, you know, I need my people to make something like this. Like it was, it's, it's legit a huge difference in how far you can cast a quarter ounce soft plastic. Like there's a noticeable, noticeable dis- difference in the casting distance I get with that reel compared to my other setups. And there, my other setups are all Abu Garcia too. I have seen your ALF though. I have like four of them. Uh, Which well, one have you I've seen? seen the-, <laughs> the high speed? They all beat up, bro. They all look. They all they need all service. Like, I'm not gonna up. lie. I, I will not lie. They all probably need service because so I it think it's probably nice to throw that brand spanking new. Yeah, they're all right two years the old. <laughs> but I finally too, I finally got to hook into a 
big enough redfish that it was just yanking drag and that audible drag it sounds cheesy you know and it sounds like oh whatever audible drag you don't need that but still like it makes you feel cool whenever you hook into something and you can hear that and you can hear that drag screaming when you're hooked into a 30 inch freaking redfish so you hooked into a finishing fish and you heard janice from friends <laughs> yes yes janice from friends <laughs> come but, on man that 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 xenon is definitely one thing I'm I'm really like I'm really thankful for. And you know another thing, and I didn't think I would like this th- this much, but do you have a drifter hoodie from Real Sportswear? Um, I do not have the drift. That is, is that the actual hoodie hoodie? That's like the yeah, that's the hoodie hoodie hoodie. Yeah, I I don't have one. I um when I finally decided that I wanted to order one because I have so many hoodies, bro. Um, I have a ton too, but when when I finally decided, okay, I'm gonna order one, they didn't have them any longer. But all right, I they have gonna, them still. They have some. Gonna, they have uh, only in like medium. <laughs> yeah, they have smaller ones. But if you're a medium type guy, then you've uh, got to get that drifter hoodie. Um, it, you know why I like the drifter hoodie though? Why? So this is, I mean in. I'm usually not this particular about hoodies, but this is something I wear out on the water. The cuffs on the sleeves are tight. I mean, not like tight cutoff circulation, but they're tight. Snug enough to wear. They're snug enough where they don't move around when you're fishing. Like they don't creep down your hand. You don't get them wet whenever you're getting a fish out of the water. Like where you move them, they stay in place. And the whole hoodie is made of like a stretchy material almost. Well, I mean, not almost. It is a stretchy material, but it's heavy enough where on those days where you're like, man, do I need a hoodie or some waders? Like, do I need this extra layer of clothes? It's just heavy enough where it's like the perfect fishing hoodie where I put it on in the morning, I could take it off later in the afternoon. It's it's manageable. I mean, it's tight on my wrist. Like I'd really think it is the perfect some. fishing hoodie. I'm gonna look and see what they what they still have. But I have a feeling that 2023 is going to reveal some really amazing new items from Real Sportswear. I've already been able to peep a sample. Of mm-hmm. some of the stuff, and I'm like, dude, I'm down, man. Just the designs alone are kicking. Um, you know, fit. Whoop, whoops. Hey, be quiet. Be quiet, whoops. phone. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> what kind of music is that? Yeah, it's not, it's not, Boom. that's Boom. from Boom. real sportswear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, shirt porn. <laughs> He's getting down on that, man. Uh, but it, anyway, I'm I'm looking forward to their their latest collections for sure, dude. Yeah. Um, I went to whenever I went to Ohio this year in August, and I think I mentioned this on the on a previous show. Everyone was like gawking and just like really in awe over all the shirts that I was wearing, and they were all real sportswear. I only brought real sportswear with me, mm-hmm. and so every shirt they wanted to know where they could get it how much it was and so 
Andrew, if you ended up with a bunch of um, orders in the northeastern United States. You're welcome. All those folks were ordering stuff because whenever they had the sale, I sent everybody the link to the sale. And uh, I was like, go get your shirts now. <laughs> there you go. And and while we're talking about that, Andrew, man, congratulations. Ten, ten years. years. Ten years for Real Sportswear. Congratulations on ten years as a small business. And, Chris, you were talking about Ohio. I think I talked about it on the show, too. When we went to the Devil's River for our Devil's River trip, literally everything Jessica and I brought wore Real Sportswear. I think everything but my pants, because I'm still waiting on those waiting pants to come out. But everything but my pants were real sportswear. Okay. All my shirts, all Here. my hats, socks, even my socks. Check it out. All of the big boys listening, and we have quite a few. We've got a lot of big boys out there. If you wear a 3X, big boys, you can get the gray or the black Drifter hoodie for $20 right now. Ooh. Do have any other that's sizes right than, now? That's more than 50% off. If you're a teeny tiny guy. Or gal. Or gal. I was going to say, Max, you might want to jump on this because smalls are available for $20. And Actually, the, Max is more of a medium guy. He's a medium. But, 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 but he did ask me. He was like, look, some of these things don't always fit the same. And he wanted to order the uh, upriver shirt i was like thank you for asking me because you need to know if you're normally a medium you need to order a small yeah the uprivers do run a little bit the uprivers fit a little bit like, big um for they fit like you're a, a typical overweight um middle-aged well, they fit <laughs> they fit like the columbia shirts like the columbia yeah. shirts are always a size larger smaller Everyone like if you wear an extra extra large in Columbia or in regular shirts, you're gonna wear an extra large in Columbia fishing shirts. It's the same thing with that upriver, the button yes, up, yes. just a little bit off. Um, but anyway, the so the the three X and smalls in both colors for twenty dollars right now. Ooh, um, and I'm telling you, they're the best out there. Yeah, I can't believe I didn't jump on one of these earlier. But anyway, it happens. I'll just wait for the next hoodie to come out. Um, the thing is, guys. You know, some of these uh, clothing collections, when they're gone, they're gone. And so many of them, I, I didn't get a chance to, to um, get my hands on. They're, some of their earlier shirts, I wish I, I had gotten some orders of those. But uh, what I have now is freaking amazing. And I have just about everything that, that they make. Chris, you, nice you know what else? You're talking about everything that they make. One one other thing I'm I'm thankful for is just having the team over there at Manor Sales helping us out, which you already mentioned. They got everything you want for your new canoe. Like they got everything that I wanted for my old town. All our yak attack stuff that we like to use, paddles, every, I mean everything. They literally have everything that you need. Even they even carry some stuff through um guys and gals, companies that aren't aren't very well known. Um, you know, Yak Gadget's been out for a while, but mm -hmm. they're not, you know, well known by the entire kayak community. I think they have every skew from that company. Uh, yeah, they got everything. Uh, Yak Attack, every skew from Yak Attack is available. And if we've said it before, we say it, we'll say it again. If it's not 
in their store. It's in their warehouse. Yeah. Or and, one of their warehouses. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys, you guys heard it when Luther was on our show. He was talking about Yak Attack is releasing a new kayak cart. Um, I can't tell y'all when because they said keep that to ourselves. But, but since but since Luther, we can go ahead and tell him we saw it. Yeah, we saw it today. Pretty excited about it. It's it's. I'm pretty excited about it. I, I want to see more of it before it comes out. But I, I'm pretty excited about it. We can't tell you when, but go back and listen to the episode with Luther when he talks about it. There was that we're dropping think, it. I don't know if he said this himself or if other people said it in different conversations that we've had with folks about the cart, but every single cart that's made for kayaks was missing one very critical aspect of a kayak cart, and they aimed to, as their number one goal, to to hit it, right? To hit that mark. And that's adaptability. Yep. You know, um, the Sea Tug was probably the most adaptable. And that's because it had like the Sea Wing type. Had the saddles. You know, yeah, it had the Sea Wing type saddle um, that sort of conformed to the kayak. And you could, you know, but for the big, big, big wide kayaks, it was still very difficult to uh, use that Sea Tug. Um, so. Yeah, I'm excited to see where this thing's going to land. Um, they don't have everything figured out yet. I think they said it's going to be like March or Maybe. April time frame before they actually drop everything, ha like have it 100% ready to go. But it's another innovative, amazing product that made me go, huh. Yeah, look for it in the spring. It, it made me go. Hmm, I didn't even think I needed that, but I think I need that. Like, I didn't even think I needed a cart to do that, but that is awesome that it does that. I didn't, it I didn't serves think him it. breakfast in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> well, Chris, let's let's get on to, you know. The new year, new 2023. me. 2023. Yeah, new year, new me. Like, I want to start out, like, with a little PSA. This This isn't like a new year, new me stuff. Um. If you guys follow me personally on Facebook, then I made a big long post about this. And Chris likes to joke with me about about half my, joking, half serious. My gut issues and half it joking, being like tacos and everything that I'm eating, which it was probably a, a, a factor that contributed to it. And we could talk about that a little bit too. But I just wanna implore you guys quit being hard headed. And go to the doctor in 2023 and get taken care of whatever has been bothering you for the past five, six, seven years that you've been saying, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll tough it out. I'll tough it out. Because, you know, guys, what ended up happening to me was I was finally having some stomach issues that I felt was serious enough to go to the doctor for. Um and it was dumb. I should have went to the doctor freaking 10 years ago. You know what ago. they usually say is if you have two weeks worth of symptoms, it's probably okay to go see a doctor. Yeah, well, you should and just you go to the like, doctor, period. I had 10 years worth of symptoms. Exactly. And, I, and I put it off and I put it off. And finally, I went to the doctor, you know, and they did a colonoscopy. Um, and they ended up finding. How fun was that, buddy? 
the colonoscopy you're asleep for, so it ain't that bad. I mean, it's the prep work that sucks, like drinking the juice and just you, you're on the toilet going, there cannot be anything but, left in my body. Like, I mean, there could not be anything. How comfortable did you feel knowing that you were going to be asleep and some fella it was didn't ex- was exploring look it didn't bother me none <laughs> i was sitting there and i was laying on my side like that was the most the awkward exit part. cave was being explored <laughs> from the exterior sir the the uh <laughs> the most uncomfortable part is just like the little room they do it in it's freezing cold and they're like all right the anesthesiologist is standing right in front of you and she's like okay i need you to roll over so I rolled over on my side, and she's like, you need to roll over a little bit more. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, oh, all right. Well, you're going to feel this warm sensation. I need you to count backwards from 100. And I got to 97, and that was it. And then I woke up, and I was like, okay. 99, 98. Yep. <laughs> it's over. It's over and done. But I had the colonoscopy done, and they uh, they ended up finding, like, several polyps. I'm talking about several. Like, uh, they removed uh, eight or nine. I can't remember the exact amount, but they removed eight or nine. But the, uh, the concerning part was after they removed them. Um, and I was talking to the doctor, one of the polyps was 20 millimeters. So to put that into perspective, look down at your thumb and then look at the, you know, your knuckle on your thumb from your knuckle up, that's about 20 millimeters. So I had a polyp in my intestines that was that big. It was bleeding. It was angry. Um, the reason that's concerning is most polyps that are eight millimeters or bigger increase the, um, likelihood of colon cancer by 10 times. So the polyp that they removed was more than twice as big as what is considered like a issue for cancer and things like that. Well, they removed another one that was eight millimeters so that was an issue. And then most of the other ones were six millimeters. So even after I had this all taken care of, I had the polyps removed. Now I have to worry and wait for my biopsy two weeks to come back to see if I have colon cancer. That's that's a tough time. Really, really difficult time to, to sit there and wait for. Yeah, because I, I don't want colon cancer, dude. I don't want to have to poop out of a bag. Like if you, you have to do that, I'm cancer. sorry. To be but, honest, you don't want any type of cancer. You don't even no. want, you know, the basic, you know, something as simple as like a carcinoma on your on your face. You know, exactly. Your arm. So talking to the doctor, you know, he's like, well, you know, that big one that was 20 millimeters, that thing's probably been growing for the past five to 10 years inside your stomach. That's what's been giving you this trouble this whole time. I could have removed that back when it was three millimeters when you started having issues with your stomach and you wouldn't be going through this same type of issues and everything. Well, luckily for me, none of the polyps were cancerous. They were all malignant, but it just made me think like if I would have took care of this 10 years ago, when I started having the issues, I probably wouldn't be having any issues at all. Like I probably wouldn't have had, you know, having to stop fishing to go up on the bank and go to the bathroom because something's coming through my stomach. Go up on the bank, dude. One time you 
You <laughs> ran from the bow to the stern and jumped off the back. Off the back of the off the back down, of the skiff. Hanging down on your off of your ankles, you know. It, it, when Drew told me, you know, what was going on, I said, you know, he's like, you want to know what the doctor said? And I said, he probably said you need to eat more freaking fiber. <laughs> he's like, well, that and. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, and, and the thing about the food stuff that you were talking about, he, he did tell me, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing that I could do to prevent the polyps themselves, but polyps grow with increased blood flow. The crappier foods you eat, the more your stomach has to work, the Let's more blood flow, the more blood flow that's going to your stomach, you know, so on and so forth. So I'm not going to stop the polyps, but I could try to keep them from growing as much by making my stomach work less. You know, our or my intestines, our grade school teachers back in the 80s tried to teach us all of this. It was a part of regular everyday curriculum to learn a term called garbage in garbage out and it applies not only to the computers that they were talking about but your body as well yeah the more garbage you put into your mouth the more garbage comes out because your body excretes only waste yeah so you know it's it's no wonder that we as you know mankind this day and age have so many problems and i'm not perfect i'm never ever going to say that i'm perfect especially especially the way that i eat because i went to bb's yesterday and i had an amazing dinner with my wife and it was all fatty and bad for me and then i went and had two scoops of ice cream nachos <laughs> on top of that i had beer to begin with but I haven't done that in months, you know. And in between those days and those months, I treat myself very, very well. And people talk about, you know, how many how many bowel movements should you have in a day? And we pick about bowel movements all the time on this show. One guys. or two, you know, one or two is normal. One to one three or, is normal. I, I say one to two is normal. And I hear people like, dude, I I drop deuce like four to six times a day. And I'm like, you have a problem. If your body is excreting waste that often, you have issues and that you need to go get taken care of. The thing is, your body is super responsive and it tells you and you have to listen. You just have to listen to it. You ever hear people talk about muscle uh, mind muscle connection? Mm hmm. It's uh, um, there are people out there that actually have zero ability to connect their mind to their muscle tissue. So when they're exercising, you see them in like their form is horrible. Um, they, they can't feel how many reps they've done. They sometimes feel like three reps is too many or 20 is not enough. You know, it's because they don't have that good mind muscle connection. And it, the, you can take the same mind muscle connection and the principles involved in that, and apply it to how you feel on a daily basis. The things that you're doing, your sedentary lifestyle, is it making you feel more tired? Because why would you feel more tired if you're resting? You're not doing anything all day. Get up and do something, I bet you'll feel more energized. 
So taking care of yourself, listening to what's going on with your body, dude. I'm glad you finally did it. Now, don't stop there. You know, start eating some damn good foods. Choke down the vegetables. Dude. I eat good foods. I like vegetables. In, in tortillas. <laughs> I like vegetables in tortillas. That's the problem. Uh, I like vegetables in I, tortillas. You know what? I don't get it. There there are guys out there. So I have, I have my whole entire family has like a horrible history of heart failure. Every man in my, in my family has had, I mean, since the dawn of time, you can go back in, in our family records. They've all had heart issues. They've died from heart attacks, massive heart attacks, stuff like that. And, uh... Where was I going with this, man? <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. You know, so. So go to the doctor. Oh, like. what, I was, what I was, what I was going to say is I, I sometimes find it so hard to believe. Like, I know these dudes out there. Look at Chris Lopez. He is humongous. But he's still a healthy, humongous man. <laughs> he gets out. He hikes. I, goes hunting. I just, you know, I'm like, I'm like, and here I Climbs am. Climbs trees. You know, a, a an average, extremely average sized man, you know, barely 5'10 on a good day and 189 pounds. I've actually come down like 15 pounds since like three months ago. So, but anyway. But this, this isn't a whole show about health and making you guys no. feel a certain way. Oh, we I'm should make all of you feel ashamed for <laughs> getting up in the morning and eating honey buns and a monster and heading out to the launch. What's your fun? Life. What's your what's that's your favorite, favorite breakfast? That's it, right there. Exactly, and a monster. Honey buns and a monster. I'm just saying, if you guys have any type of ailments that's bothering you and you're trying to push through it, because go take you, go care of your butthole. Go take care of yourself, <laughs> please, because you don't want to be in the situation that I was in, and I could have been having a healthy gut freaking ten years ago, but I was being stubborn about it. But all right, Chris. Yo. We've What's talked next? about some things we've learned. We talked about some things we're thankful for. What about 2023? What is on the horizon for Mr. Goodfish? I know one thing. Me and you are planning on going to uh So I'm finally going to gonna Florida, get this guy to Florida. To Jacksonville. I'm finally going to get this guy out to Florida. We're going to go fish. Um, well, and that's, of course, if Pat allows me to. Um, we're going to go fish the elite. Is he not going to let you in? I hope he lets my partner in. I'm gonna have to sign up with just me, not so, not me and my brother. Two two Chris's have have been a little brash whenever it comes to, but here's here's the thing: if you're gonna be a tournament director in this world, you've got to be able to take it. You've got to be able to take the criticism. It comes with the job. It comes with the territory. The criticism is there, and that's what we do. We're gonna bitch. We're gonna moan. We're gonna complain sometimes. But anyway, but you gotta be able to take it. And not you gotta be, a baby. be able to take it, man. Don't be a baby. Don't be a baby. Take our so, money and quit being a baby. Yeah, take our money because we want to. We want a chance of taking theirs. Um, but going to going to Jacksonville is going to be a blast, man. And this uh, is for the elite. The elite series. This is for the elite series. Uh, I'm looking forward to fishing that series. I love fishing Florida. This is bringing me back to Florida. I love fishing Louisiana. It'll bring me back to Louisiana. It's gonna make. It's gonna get my my bro um, Robert Brown out there with me again. I haven't fished with him in years, man, and I just miss the fella, and, uh, you know, I know he's been going through a lot, so God bless him, man. 
but uh, we're going to see him back out on this trail. Get get in the archives and look up our episode with Robert Brown. He, we had him on the show. Yeah, go I, back I, to season two. He's in there. Go back and look. Um, and then, uh, you know what? I, I heard there's some changes coming for a saltwater series in our area. Does it rhyme with Judy's? No. Did you oh, hear okay. something about Rudy's? No, not yet. Oh. No, I'm talking about um, Saltwater Survival Series. I hear that that one might be taking on some format changes. No? No, that one's on hold. We'll announce We'll announce it whenever it happens, though. Well, shucks, because I am not interested in fishing against other people for anything other than redfish. But uh, GRS. GRS is going to be a blast this year, man. Um, so I like... I like the fact that he's doing like all summer events. So it gives you an opportunity to do some spring and more fallish events. It's, you know, it, it's, and we'll be a title sponsor or a sponsor for GRS again this year. Whoop, whoop. It, it's an event that your weekend warrior can participate in, but. Your your top guys, your top guys in the kayak community can also participate in. And I think this year the stakes are higher, bro. They're, he's going to increase the uh, the pots, which they were already good last year. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were 10 times better than any other GRS in the past. Um, the pot sizes will increase. The chances to win will increase. The chances to make money off of this event will increase. It's going to be a fantastic event. I won't be fishing it in the kayak. You're in the boat division. So do you have, so we're talking about elite and we're talking about GRS. And I know whenever I talk about the tournaments and I'm like, Oh, I got a feeling we're going to do good. You're like, Oh, you got to see you going to win that motherfucker. Like you got to see you going to win it. But do you have a goal? Do you have something in mind? Like if I do this in elite and if I do this in GRS, I will think of it as a successful season. I want nothing more than to take either first through third in Jacksonville. And I mean, that right there would put a freaking gold star on my season. To go back to Florida and place again in Florida would be just monumental, man. It'd be amazing. Is that your number one focus for the whole season is just like do well in Jacksonville? It, just, it gets me excited just thinking about it. Yeah. Guys, just to go to go to another state and be able to compete is in itself, you know, an amazing thing to do. But to be able to go to another state, compete, and place is something really special. And if you I mean done to it sound before, to sound corny, it, it makes it makes you feel elite. Like sure. you feel like you are an elite <laughs> angler if you can go somewhere that you you may have only fished a few times. But I mean it's not like you get to Florida and the area to fish very often at all. I mean we're fix, fishing the Texas coast. It just makes you feel a little more legit. Like you feel like hey I, I can go anywhere in this country and compete with some of the top kayak anglers and place take yeah. home some money and it it increases not only you know all of that but it also increases your um to me your self-worth you know 
hey, I, I think your clout, I, your self worth. Yeah, I I feel a little bit. I feel like I'm worth a little bit more now. Um, Louisiana is going to be tough, dude, because those guys that live there and fish there on a regular basis, they're just like us. That's what everybody from Florida is saying when they come to Texas. They're like, man, Texas is going to be tough. Texas will be tough. Florida guys, Florida guys, if they do not fish Texas on a regular basis or anywhere near Texas or anything like Texas, they will probably struggle to fish here. They'll they'll be data mining like crazy. I already know Drew's data mining. He's hitting me with all these locations to and I'm I'm you know, I'm like, okay, I've you know, I've researched just about everything out there, so let's talk about it. I've watched every Joe Schmo fishing Jacksonville on on YouTube. and it's not to see where they're fishing. It's more like looking at the conditions they're fishing in. Like I text you and I was like, hmm, seems to be a lot of creek fishing. Hmm, seems to be a lot of this fishing. Like, well, and you know what? What else? They didn't like popping corks were not a big thing in Florida for mm-hmm. a long time. I ain't seen none of them using a popping cork. Well, there's not a lot of people that use them there, but they still work in Florida. Let me tell you. Um, and you can even go with a larger profile bait underneath that popping cork and it works. In fact, think airhead. Do you know what an airhead is? The candy? No. Nah. The it's the a uh, it's a the lure. movie? It's a lure from DOA. It's a super large profile um swim bait. And I've seen people use those underneath a popping cork with like a freaking three foot leader and a monster um, uh, jig head on that sucker and catch (laughs) now they're catching overs they're catching like bull reds but if it works for bull reds it'll work for you know smaller sized redfish as well yeah so anyway yeah 2023 man elite series that'll be fun I know a lot of guys are looking forward forward to the um, the open events because Pat plans on doing a lot more opens. GRS is going to be a blast. Um, Saltwater Survival Series is always a great event here in Texas, but I only participate ever participate in the redfish events. Just not interested in fishing for flounder and trout on a competitive level. Um, yeah, dude. And maybe if they if we ha- can find some events that take me a little bit further south in Texas, that would be fun. Yeah, I'd like to see some events pop up now. We got Redfish South Bay. Padre, Redfish Bay event. Um, that one's that one's usually kind of fun, but there's very strict boundaries for that event. Yeah, South Padre. I don't really ever hear much Mm-mm. as far as tournaments in South Padre. It would nice. You got your big sport fish events in in that area. Yeah. Those are the prominent events in in that area. It's big sport fish events. So. Getting offshore, mm-hmm. a ways. Well, my my big goal for twenty twenty three. Yeah, what's gonna get your goat in twenty twenty three, man? My my big goal is I want to, I want to get on the Old Town Regional team. That's my goal. Whatever way that happens, whether that happens by 
doing really well in the tournaments that we fish in, building my resume like that, whether that happens with continually posting reels, you know, getting thousands of views on the reels or any kind of content. Um, that's just my goal. I, I want to I wanna be on the Old Town either regional or national team next year. They have applications that are due in October. And I, I want to build my tournament resume up enough where they're like, okay, he is one of the top saltwater guys. Do you know that I had a conversation with one of the OGs of saltwater tournament fishing this year? And his name is Dwayne Eshte. Mm hmm. <laughs> You know what he said is the most successful thing to do if you if you want someone to look at you in a different way is just another angler. Win. Sell their shit. Well, that's true. Become a salesman. Become a successful salesman. Sell, sell, if, sell. There is something I know about Drew, guys, that I don't know if he's going to change or not. I don't know if he'll change this. But I don't think he really likes to go to shows and sell. I don't like going to shows that often, but but I like going to shows and selling. But I, I think that, Chris, that has a little bit to do with my day-to-day -day job. Like, I'm talking to people and selling my facility and selling the services that we're offering and talking to families constantly every single day. So sometimes yep. when I talk to people, I just want to talk about whatever it is that we're doing, so but I don't have any problems. I like doing demo days and stuff like that. It's that that's not the only way that you can make a regional team. Of course, you've already mentioned, you know, increasing your, you know, your standings in, in events, fishing more national events. Yeah. That's part of the reason why we want to do the elite tournament this year. Um, I don't know if social media, I think, and I'm hoping, I'm kind of hoping that social media is on its way out like it's death. I don't think so. Do you know some, some of the biggest names in, in entertainment are stepping away from social media and they're stepping away from from cell phones and they're stepping away from being taken away from being in the moment mm -hmm. because that's what honestly we have these this problem with just every every time we're awake or even sometimes whenever we're asleep waking up to think about grabbing our phone mm -hmm. and turning it on you know so many people are afflicted with waking up in the middle of the night and the first thing they do is they pick up their phone and you know, stare at it and get on social media. I don't know if reels are going to be the answer. Reels are the way of the future, my man. That's, you know, reels are the way of the future. Uh, that's fine, you know, if if YouTube really, Shorts, Reels, if you're really happy with doing stuff like that, then more power to you. It's it's it, it's not very time consuming. That's why I like it. It's not very time consuming. I can take a couple pictures. I can take a video of my brother reeling in a fish. He can take a video of me reeling in a fish, talking crap. I can put I can put everything together, and I can get twenty thousand views on it. What I'm I think what I'm trying to say is, 
I believe more, there's more value and worth in showing face. You know, and, and getting out there and, and being the person, the body, not just the mind and, and not just the, the personality on reels and, and in a social world of artificial. <laughs> I know what you're saying, but augmented I, I, think, I think there's a there's space, a spot for both of those. Man, I I I want for some to die. There 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 are way way more people. <laughs> Wendell was like, I kind of gathered that from you. <laughs> He's like, I kind of get that about you. Like, yeah, Facebook, you know, all those things. That, sure, I'll do them every now and then for fun. I'd rather post up some bullshit that doesn't even matter. Yeah, some BS that, you know, look at this video of this crazy ass dog doing something completely ridiculous. And I know, I know it's not your thing. And there's but a pl- it's millions of other people. That's thing. what I was gonna say. There, there's, there's, there are people who will make a connection with Chris at a show and purchase stuff and be loyal to stuff that Chris is selling for ten or fifteen years. But there are also people that will see some reels by someone, follow them. And then want to buy everything that they're talking about in their reels as well. Like there's, there, there's people that, that like both, both sides of the coin. Like Chris, you are great for the people who show we, up when the have, show's open because they are there humanity. to talk to people like you. We have ruined humanity through uh, meta. <laughs> I don't know if it's ruining anything. It's just different. It's, it's, it's a different world. Doc talk has, has, become a thing of the past it's like antique but it can still happen you know it can still happen you know what happens at doc talk you just got to make it a point out their phones and say hey check out this reel that i saw (laughs) you you just got to make it a point to talk with people like i don't i don't want to ever have collecting content get in the way of my enjoyment if it gets to that point like i'm done with it like i i don't i don't want that but I I enjoy making funny videos with my brother. I mean, I enjoy now I have it set up where I have an external battery pack on my GoPro. And I was able this past weekend to record the whole trip without screwing with it at all. Turn it on at the beginning of the day, you know, GoPro power off or GoPro stop recording right after I catch a fish and do my thing. GoPro start recording again. That way I don't have to spend hours going through my footage. I just know that in the last five minutes of each clip, there's a fish in there. And I I didn't have to do anything other than hit record. And then I got to chop the stuff together. Um, I don't, I don't think I could do it the way that when people are just sitting there talking to the camera the whole time and explaining exactly what they're doing. And, you know, they spend 20 minutes setting up a shot and doing intros and everything else. I'm like, Let's get out in the water and fish. Like the sun's gonna come up soon. Like let's let's get out of here. I just want to turn on and go. Did you say the sun's gonna come up soon? Listen, listen, Linda. Listen, I want you to know, (laughs) Mister Chris, that this past weekend there was a group of five guys that we went out, and you know who was the very first person to get to the back lake while the sun was just barely peeking over the horizon. 
it was this guy right here was the very first one there. But you know why it was that? Changes. You know why it was that? Because it was only 20 minutes to the launch from where we were staying, and I had to wake up at 5 o'clock instead of 2.30. So, you know, it, it, it 5 o'clock is like my threshold. If I could wake up at 5, we don't leave the house till 5.30, I'm ready to go. Like, let's roll. I am good to go. I will be the first one chipper. Just give me my energy drink and let's roll. But you get me up before 5 o'clock, bro, and I'm having trouble. Well, you should think about moving closer to this coast then. Uh, that's probably <laughs> a good idea. Probably a good idea. But that's my main goal. My main goal is that. And then my 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 secondary goal is I want to make sure that I get to a few Heroes on the Water events this year. I, I want to I wanna help out and at least do two events this year. Last year, they just happened to fall on the weekends that we had the boys or weekend that there was a big tournament. It just happened. It didn't, it didn't line up right at all, but I, I want to make it to some heroes on the water events this year. Cause there's a Matagorda chapter. Now there's a Surfside chapter down and there's a Galveston chapter now. So I should be able to find some time for the events that they're throwing each month. That's my, that's my secondary goal. Get out there and do it too, man. They all need your support. So, well, and there's plenty of chapters. Guys, if you have some uh, 2023 fishing goals, we would definitely love to hear about them over on the Redfish Network, which is the fastest growing Redfish Network in the history of Redfish Networks. We're growing. If you want to see these reels that I'm talking about that I'm posting, post them all over there. You can only post reels, though. We're not allowing YouTube videos. We're not allowing any kind of sales videos. Like It's only reels. It's only fun stuff. People it's make fishing sales reports. videos? Yeah, people make sales videos, sales reels. Like, you've never seen those? Mm-mm. Well, where it's the people, and they're like, oh, man, I got this new product from Truly. It's the cherry flavor. It's delicious. Bro, you sound like you spend way too much time on these things. Flipping through reels? I know you flip through reels. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I'm just, you know, ha- I'm just happy. Algorithms, if these algorithms are right, all I care about is dog videos. Like I said, that's hey, all I get. <laughs> look, I now I know it's got something to do with our 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 association, our our deal with the Paddler's Playbook email, because now I'm getting nothing but French bulldog videos instead of midgets. So I know I know that it has something I, to do with our deal. It's all French bulldogs because we got a Frenchie, and it's not midgets well, anymore. The the little people were not me, brother. That was that had to have been you or or you, you better talk to your wife and make sure it's not her that's looking up little people. I'm about to say you better talk to your kids. She might like midget <laughs> wrestling or something. You don't even know about it. Oh, Got Lord Ivan the mercy. terrible. Lord have mercy, guys. This is going to be a short one from us today. <laughs> Actually, it was planned to be about 45 minutes long. I know you probably can't believe it. Can't believe it. This isn't going to be a two-hour episode. But uh, this is pretty much all we had planned was just a real quick one. Yeah. Talk and, about uh, our goals and things we learned last year. Any more Any more goals for you, Chris? Anything? Uh, for this year, well, you know how you were talking about health? Yeah. Um, you know, the, the COVID era put a big, big freaking divot in, in, uh, 
and what I had going for me as far as my health is concerned. And, and this year, um, bringing that back to the forefront is important. But some of my other goals are things like build a carport, um, build my shop, <laughs> uh, paint the outside of my house. <laughs> that sounds like fun stuff. Uh, oh, golly. That sounds like stuff that you're going to have to do when you're not fishing. Yeah. That, that's going to be tough. Yeah, it's going to be hard to balance, you know, balance it all out. But we plan on adding adding more boats over here at the Lewis hideout, man. And if you if you add more boats, more water toys, you have to have more places to store them. Which means you need to get rid of some of your old stuff. What? Are you sick in your mind? <laughs> I'm talking about, like, the plasma TV the surround I, sound system. Somebody please come get that damn plasma television. You guys check out the Chris Lewis swap meet that he's got going on <laughs> on his Facebook page right now. <laughs> get, and some, just get some stuff out of the way. I got about two dozen boxes of clothes. that, um, And they're all like, I probably wore these things like twice. And since I've been living, you know, for the past two years out of a closet the size of a small pantry... I don't need all that stuff anymore. So I got Columbia shirts out the wazoo. Anybody a size large that needs some Columbia shirts, hit me up. <laughs> we really need we need to have a swap meet. We do. Oh my gosh. My wife saw how many boxes of uh, crates. I'm sorry, crates. Of attracts you <laughs> of fishing lures. <laughs> and she started throwing shit at me from across the the uh um I want to say warehouse, but storage unit. I completely yeah, it's, believe it's that she lot. was chunking them at you too, it's going, Chris, lot. what is all this stuff? Why do you have all this? She kept opening up crates thinking that it was, you know, stuff we needed. <laughs> I better not see fishing. one more order from Pure Fishing come in this house until was, you get rid of some of this. I was like, man, I thought I was going to be an offshore fisherman for a while. So I've got every <laughs> offshore lure you can imagine. Yeah, it's it's an affliction, guys. It's it's an addiction. It uh, keeps us out of the bars and keeps us out of trouble. There you so. go. There you go. And, guys, like I said before, let us know about what your 2023 goals are. Go over to the Redfish Network on Facebook. Post up there. Let us know on Instagram. Post up on Instagram, the Paddler's Playbook. Find us on Facebook, Paddler's Playbook. I'm going to try to do more TikToks for the show this year. I'm going to try to get Chris into doing TikToks. Maybe Chris will start doing the recaps again. I know that's something that's really cool. I do TikToks, but they're all stupid as hell. TikTok. Well, that's what they're meant to be. They're not supposed to be serious TikToks. But, guys, we're going to get out of here. We hope you guys had an awesome new year. We're looking forward to 2023. We're looking forward. We got got one more episode, and then we start season four, Chris. Can you believe we're starting season four? Let's go. Next episode. Might be the only one I have left in me, man. Let's see where it ends up. (laughs) Next episode, guys, we're having the marketing director from Yak Attack on, and he may talk to us about do's and don'ts if you want to become a part of a team and what's going on on social media let's, these days. Let's find out if it just takes reels these days. That, that, Come on. Hey, that was the segue. You get, you're reading my mind, man. But, guys, we're getting out of here. Thank you for joining the Paddlers Playbook. And, again, Thank you to our sponsors, Real Sportswear, Mariner Sales, and Pure Fishing. We're out of here. I'm going to go eat some skeddy.